Welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Tafulski. Today on the podcast, we discuss Snatcher, Libras, and Batman's dick. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. Well, Ryan, another week. Another beautiful... So much week. Another five days that felt like... Seven, really? Well, at this, at this point, it's only four days, so anything could happen on day five of the... Seven days since we did this. Seven days since... Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. The week is Monday through Friday. On a Monday. Then there's a weekend. I'm waiting. On a weekend, it's Saturday and Sunday, and we don't do this. Mm-hmm. But things happen on Saturday and Sunday. So much so much things happen. I don't know what happened last Saturday and Sunday. I'm not going to worry about it. Let's talk about what happened this week. A lot of stuff. First off, bombshell video from Kanye on TMZ. Uh, this is Thursday, so you'll be hearing this Friday. By, by Friday, who knows what will happen, but um, bombshell video from Kanye where he is mad at uh, he's mad at Drake for insinuating that he had sex with Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. and he's mad at uh, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon, who I think did have sex with Kim Kardashian prior to her uh, marrying Kanye, Kanye West. West. And Kanye's mad because I think, I mean, my impression of the what he's saying is like, uh, uh, I don't know. It's very male, very uh, man. Machismo. Yeah, I like own, man own owns this property, doesn't want other people talking about his property. He's like Nick Cannon. Like he says something like Nick Cannon, like you should have respect for me or something like that. Or like respect that it's, you know, something about like. I don't know. It just felt very like if Kim is mad, she should talk about it. Yeah. I don't know that she needs to come. I mean, whatever. Kanye also seems completely unhinged. He's like, now that I'm out of the sunken place, it's like, are you? Like, I haven't, he, heard, you, I haven't he, heard you reject, actually reject Trump. Any sentence that starts with now that I'm out of the sunken place is not going to go anywhere well. It's like, here's the thing about Kanye, okay? I still haven't heard him. Oh, all that MAGA stuff, all that Trump is great. You know, like I was fucked up and that, you know, like. We're uninformed and now I know better. Well, he keeps talking. I mean, in this video, he's talking about how he was like medicated or wasn't medicated or whatever the fuck it is. It's like, it's like, I'm sorry, Kanye cannot be. I know everybody's like, it's Kanye, like you let Kanye do his thing and he's just being, you know, he's just trying to whatever. Like, like Trump's so bad and racist. And for like Kanye, who who has been so outspoken about racism in America, to embrace somebody like that and to be used by those people as a as a symbol of how like Trump is is supported by like the black community or any any community of people of color, like it's been very bad. I think very it's very bad for Kanye. It looks very bad and ignorant of the reality of the situation. You know, he's like, I just want to bring people together. And it's like, this guy literally is doing everything he can to separate people, like f- actually physically from a policy perspective, separating families. Like, you know, and so I haven't heard Kanye be like, hey, actually about all that stuff, sorry. But now he's like mad at Nick Cannon because like um, Nick Cannon talked about Kim Kardashian in an interview. I'm not saying he shouldn't be mad. He's right to be mad. As an A-list celebrity of over a decade, married to an A-list celebrity of an yeah. over a decade, like. 
at a certain point, if you don't have a thick enough skin for people to like make shitty comments and subtweet songs, you could. I did mean, he literally? Did he literally like take it to TMZ with like a selfie? It was like a selfie video. The, their relationship with TMZ? TMZ is the most unsettling thing because that's a terrible place. Harvey Levin is a MAGA nightmare monster person. Is he, and ma- is he a Trump guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's why all of TMZ is always bent to Trump narrative, and it it's just very. The whole thing is so ugly and weird, and he's just in such a warped place. I, I don't really even know I, I, where we go. Yeah, I find that very troubling. Anyhow, so that's so that was today. Kanye's like, uh, you know, mad, and he's like yelling at people, and you know, it's, it's just one of those things too. Also, he's like talking about these kind of um, it, these like particulars of like, you know, push. He's like push a T. Like I don't know, he was going to do this thing on my track, or maybe I shouldn't have let him do this thing on my track. He's like, he's like, but Drake, I didn't tell him anything about your baby. And it's like, what are we? Like, what? Why are you? Why are you having this conversation? Like. Or he, why are you having it here? Yeah, Don't you guys are, have like signals. It's like it's like it's like no. Yeah, just talk to each other. You're grown ass people. Mm-hmm. You're grown ups. You have kids. Have a very private conversation that like deletes itself and it's be like, done with no, it. No, that's the thing. It's like this is publicity. Yeah, this is Kanye trying to like get publicity. Kanye actually, really likes attention. I think more than anything, what's annoying about it is it's actually like him just trying to be like, please look at me right now. Like I uh, want the public eye on me for some reason. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, so there's that. Oh, he also, by the way, well, other saw... people got attention off of what he sees as his stuff, and that makes him mad. And he's like, I want an equal amount of that. Yeah. Here's the other thing. Uh, related, not related, but somewhat related. He put a thing on his Instagram, which I was actually going to tweet about. Um, and 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 uh, Carolyn Moss, who uh, is a great uh, is a great uh, uh, brain and also Twitter personality, who everybody should follow. Um, anyhow, she tweeted something about it, and she, it's like Kim's like, yeah, we should be able to turn off the likes and the follow, like who's following and how many likes and whatever. And she's like, yeah, sure, Kim. And I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what we need to do in social media, but nobody's really like Kanye's like, yeah, this is a great idea. It's like Ben from Snapchat. Whoever that is, but like, uh, yeah, it is a great idea. But like, are you? These are the people telling us that, like Kim Kardashian's the, the one that's yeah, telling us we should would no be, follow. You literally, and Kim, you literally would be if you if there was a system that existed like that, you could not have gotten as Where popular you are. as you are. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, so it's you know typical celebrity. But there's stuff. so much news this week. Yeah. We what gotta, else happens? We have so to much stuff cram stuff. Let's in. do it. Let's just go through it. Um. Our Bert and Ernie Gay took over Twitter for yesterday, and everyone involved in the show and development gave their problematic two cents. So here's the thing. Here's what I saw. So the guy who created the characters, I mm-hmm. believe, was like, yeah, I always kind of like wrote these as like a as a gay couple. Mm-hmm. And then the show was like, Frank Oz was like, I don't know about that. Well, one. I don't know, but the show issued a statement that was like. Like, um, are they don't have sexual preferences because they're muppets or sexual orientations because they're muppets? But all the straight muppets do. But like, there are plenty of muppets in relationships that have girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever. And but but more to the point, I mean, I'm torn on this. On the one hand, I don't care. That's the first thing. It's like I mean, I but care. You don't have. I'm to. saying no, no. I'm saying like if I want there to be a gay no, 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 couple. No, no, no. Like I'm saying if they're gay. See. What I mean by I don't care is like if they're gay, cool. If they're not, fine. Whatever. Like. But you should you should say I think that that's like when people say like I don't care the whole like I don't care if you're gay it's none of my business thing it's like well, but a lot of people do care so if you don't mind you should care I don't I'm in support in the opposite of, I'm in support of of a homophobe I'm no I'm in support of I'm not trying to trap you here I'm no, just no, saying no, no, no. Like, I'm I'm saying that it I'm saying that as far as Bert and Ernie are concerned as characters mm-hmm. just I'm saying for me whether they are gay or not. Doesn't change how I feel about Bert and Ernie. Sure. 
and or the show itself. But maybe it should. Maybe if, if you should tomorrow, like them more. If tomorrow there was a statement that was like, because oh, they'd yeah. have more value. If they're like they're gay. If yeah. there was a statement, I'd be like, all right, cool. You know, mm-hmm. great. But I we feel should like have more. We should have more. I, I like the fact we have re- good representation. Gay, you know, gay gay people being represented in our media. That's great. Mm-hmm. I also am also like, there's a part of me. Okay, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But there's also a part of me that's like, just from the perspective of, I don't know. This is probably like a. It's it's tough. Like. If that was the way he wrote the characters, I don't know why they had to issue a statement, like refuting it. That doesn't seem necessary. It's just to such me. weird corporate. Like, like, why bother? Just don't say anything. Like, what's the concern that people are going to boycott the show because the t- characters are gay? It's like you're on HBO. I like, think you're really, going to be fine. Yeah, are we? Like, are we really still doing? You're on HBO doing and that? PBS. How, still, how sensitive is the business model of Sesame Street? Are people still boycotting things? Sell another they, tickle me on well because there's gay characters. Is that a thing that's happening? No. That doesn't happen anymore. No. I mean, maybe like the Deep South or Disney something. Channel has gay characters. Like, we're at a... Yeah. Teens? Like, gay they, teens? They've got gay teens. They've got gay parents. Like, at a certain point, really? like, just shut the fuck up and be like Burton or any whatever. Here's here's the thing. Very I think that I have always I thought Dog that they Mustafa's were gay. I think had this episode with two moms, so that was a big one. I have always thought that they were gay. I have always wanted them to just, like, be done with it and be... I think that's the, been the assumption. Or do an odd couple TV show where, like, they're actually... A, like, that. all that stuff would be interesting and cool, and, like, I think the subtext has been there for so long, like, let's make a text. Uh, but I did see a tweet, and I like this perspective. Maybe they are both gay and their best friends they don't have to be in a relationship whatever the, like we never oh, see that that's interesting. and they don't sleep th- that's in bed a together, real, do they? nope that's a really great solution that like maybe that. they should have done they're gay they're just not in a relationship they're not in a relationship with they're each just other. best friends they they're could, like jack and will yeah, two gay guys can live together yeah and not be in a relationship yep right oh that's interesting i like that idea that's that'd be a real curveball yeah he's like yes actually they're both completely gay yep but not with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gay with other people. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, that's kind of funny. Um, look, all I'm saying is this. And then I'm like, kind of like. Listen, we've had so much Kermit and Miss Piggy. Honestly, honestly, I wish it was a thing where. I mean, it doesn't matter. But I wish that their statement, in a way, I wish their statement were true. Which is like, these are just, they're just puppets. Like, we're not going to try to, including the straight ones or whatever, you know, uh, Miss Piggy but and the, Kermit. It's already done. Like, no, we already I know got Miss Piggy. I, in, a way I wish that, in a way that I wish it were like, let's just, like, Yeah, this. I'd love a Disney princess movie with no, like, like relation. Matter. Like, Moana had no love interest for her. That's yeah, great. Right. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, like, like kids, you can really, actually... kids really do not care about right. watching two no, people cast. Exactly. Like, there's other stuff going on that, like, they can be doing that where it doesn't, it's not about relationships. Yeah. But I do think that we should be representing all. Identities. We should be representing all forms of, of relationships and making in and being and and striving to normalize is not the right word but like it should not be a big fucking deal there's literally an hiv positive muppet so that they can have that discussion about health and about safety Wait, and there? about mm-hmm. there's an hiv positive and it was introduced in like the, the early 2000s Street? yes and oh, i didn't know that because lots of kids a, a large percent a, a sizable percentage of kids are born hiv positive so they're having that discussion so that kids can understand friends there's also like disabled muppets and right that's all great they should have and it shouldn't be so weird if you're able to have a discussion about like HIV, you should be able to have a discussion about like these are two people who are gay and they have this identity and these sensibilities and whatever. Yeah, I and just feel like I that's feel like, it. I feel like why not just be like, if I were Sesame Street, I'd be like, yeah, so what? Bye. 
Like, let's move on. Yeah. Like, why is this, why do we even have to talk? I mean, why has Miss Piggy not been fine. on Drag Race? That's my question. No, it's fine. Like, I think it's fine if the creator's like, yeah, like, I always wrote them as a gay couple, and that's how they, that's what I envision these characters. It's like, or whatever, gay friends, whatever. And it's like, I think, I think what made it weird is the statement. Yeah. It's like, it, you could have just actually said nothing. You know what they never did on Bewitched, even though um, Elizabeth Montgomery was a huge supporter of uh, gay activism and gay rights um, at a time when it was not popular. They had Uncle Arthur on and he was obviously gay and they never brought it up because it was remember. her uncle and he was, he. it was pretty I weird. I don't remember Uncle Arthur. Um, you don't remember Uncle Arthur? Not at all. But I barely remember that show. Okay. Well, he was fantastic. Um, and I mean, it was a show that was off. The it was air like coded like or whatever. By the time I was alive, but it so. wasn't relevant to any of the stories. So, like, I get it. If it doesn't come up, it doesn't come up. But it doesn't mean you should exclude gay people altogether or I act like. There's... Are you telling me there are no gay characters on Sesame Street? Nope. So that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, like you don't need to make Bert and Ernie gay necessarily. It doesn't have to be the guys who live together. But like, there should be some representation. Yeah. Of like. Not just straight people. Yeah, I mean, I and it's, I mean, it's so obvious that Bert and Ernie are coded to be a gay couple that there's there's it? literally a hit Broadway musical that's still running for twenty years about it. I don't remember. Like, here's the thing: I don't remember that much about Bert and Ernie in terms of their like. I know they live together. I think they sleep in the same room, but in separate beds. Mm-hmm. Which they take bubble is, baths together. Like, well, but lots of kids take bubble baths together. Sure. And there's no sexual. I'm just like, saying, like, you know, like, at a certain point, romantic connotation. I, th- I also, also, like, are they, are they supposed to be adults? Yeah, I think we're like in a weird place with that. We're like, I don't. I, yeah, like, they, are they adults? They're adults with like childlike sensibilities, whereas Elmo is an actual child. Is he? Like Grover is an, more of an adult than than Elmo is. Like the uh, what's his name? Uh, Oscar. He's an adult. Yeah. Oscar the Grouch, that's the guy who lives in the garbage can, right? Yes. And like Bert and Ernie Apparently go on their a, own shopping and Oscar pay the their Grouch, own bills Oscar and own Grouch their apartment. A, uh, Elmo has like crayons and people I was just them. reading this. Somebody, it's like he has a girlfriend. I, I don't remember yeah. this. Yeah. And he was like Garbagina or something. Yeah. Which is really good. It's great. <laughs> uh, ca- apparently um, the Count has a bunch of ladies. I'm sure he has a harem. Isn't that what Draculas do? I mean, I guess so. Anyhow. Well, I, I say let Bert and Ernie Draculas. But there's also like to me, there is also something that first off, it should not be a big hurdle at this point to just be like, yeah, we have gay characters. Who like, cares? Who, We're literally on HBO and PBS. I mean. Boycott us. That's what I'm saying about, like, I don't care, meaning, like, I don't, it's like. Why is this a big deal for you? It shouldn't be a big deal. I also, but I also am like, it's like, why does it have to be a thing? I think making it a thing now makes it even stranger for the whole, it's like, just let it be. One of their original, like, puppeteers or whatever was asked about it, and yeah. his statement was, I don't know if Bert and Ernie are gay, but I had a torrid relationship with the man in the back of the Snuffleupagus puppet suit for 10 years. Did he say that? It was wonderful. Oh <laughs> it's like, slay bitch. That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> so that's good. All right. Other news. All right. What else? Yeah, we're not barely uh, true. We spent a long time. Sunny Previn. Oh, yeah, right. Well, this is okay. The Sunny thing. So, okay, Woody so, Allen's so New York wife magazine, and daughter. New York Magazine published an interview with Sunny Previn. Done who, by a close friend of Woody Allen. Yeah, close friend of the family, of them, of Woody Allen and, and <sighs> Sunny. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, we published a, a, a piece about it yesterday. Laura wrote about it. And, and I have to say, you know, reading her piece kind of, Put, I mean, look, it's gross. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's a child monster. I don't care what I don't care what anybody says. You married your stepdaughter. You, look, here's just the your reality. adopted daughter. Not here's the reality of it. There are pictures of them. If you go back and look through the archives, there are pictures of them traveling together. She's the a family. little girl. Yeah, she's a kid. There are pictures. She's like, we never spoke two words. It's like there's literally pictures of you walking through the airport together as like a whole holding family. Holding hands. Like, yeah. Like, so, so. 
And when the other kids are like, he molested me and had to go to therapy to deal with his attraction to me as, yeah. his, as his daughter. It's, it's like, just, mm. it, it, I mean, Laura's piece, I think, put into focus what to me what I couldn't I couldn't articulate, but in kind of in the back of my head knew, which is like, OK, you can if you take, you know, soon he's like, this is ridiculous. I'm not some little girl that he raped and whatever. It's like if you take everything they say at face value, then it's totally believable that this was just a normal relationship between a man and a woman that just happened. It just happened to be like a it also kind of operates like, on the assumption that all people who are um, exploited, abused, victims, groomed, molested, any of yeah, that stuff, yeah. grow up to be furious about it and want to fight against the no, person I mean, that exploited them. There's definitely some a whole, of them have like loving incestual relationships. There's definitely like a whole part Bad of this, parenting. which is like. She was like a vulnerable young woman. He was a literally her father figure. And one of the most powerful like people in his yeah. industry. And, and so it's like, um, like I get it. You know, it's like sometimes you uh think like oh, I'm gonna eat the whole cake because like, you know, there's nobody around to see me do it, but it's like you don't because you'll get sick or whatever. It's like mm-hmm. you just know better. It's like if you're Woody Allen, it's like you should just know better. Like you can't find another fucking girlfriend. I'm sorry. I don't – he yes. says the heart wants what the heart wants. It's like, well, the heart shouldn't want its adopted daughter. And if it does – and I don't care what you think the situation is and how you explain it. When you put all the pieces together, if you look at the timeline, if you literally look at the timeline, it's like they – she – Mia Farrow found pictures, nude pictures of Soon Yi at Woody Allen, in Woody Allen's desk or something. And then he was like, oh, yeah, we had sex two weeks ago. It's like, well, what happened before that two weeks? You yeah. want to believe that just at two you weeks. turned around and was like, uh, I'm going to yeah, fuck my daughter. We're going to have sex. And then two weeks later, there's nude photos. But nothing else happened leading up to that. Like, there's something wrong with the situation. If and there's then, smoke, there's fire. If there's fire, there's fire. Yeah, it's like get out of the building. But, like, I think Sunyi is, is a victim. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, Absolutely. I mean, I mean, in this situation, I think there has been a, some amount of, like, I'm not saying she's not an independent person who can think on her own because mm-hmm. she obviously is. But I think in that situation, she was adopted when she was how old? Uh, 12? Yes. Or young. I mean. A child. A child. And then was clearly raised by and around Woody Allen for a long time. As one of his kids and, and among the other kids. And so I don't think, even though even if she's like indignant and mad and making fun of Mia Farrow, which is all insane, uh, totally insane, it's like it can't. you cannot discount that like this is a situation where there's like a, a hugely predatory element to it. But also the f- crazy fucking thing is Woody Allen is like in this interview is like, complaining about Ronan Farrow. He's like, yeah. He's like, he may not even be my son. He's like, it's like, dude, what are you talking about? Like, you like raised this person. Yeah. You also were like a, a father figure to them. He's like, yeah, I may not even have a son. It's like, I, why, why did I have to pay all that, that child support? I should get some of it back. It's like, what? Like, like what are you talking about? It's crazy to me because uh, it's, he's fully like MRA, fully like, like psychotic. Yeah. Like, it, but it's just, it's, it's insane because it just feels like, uh, also, when you go back and watch his work, uh, which is very uncomfortable to do if you've ever experienced any like sexual assault or like molestation, it, he it, a lot of it is in there. A oh lot of it is like really heavily in there. And it's crazy that there are people who make art now where it seems pretty heavily in there. And I'm like, is this really what like, well, it's like the of- Louis C.K. fucking movie that he yeah. did? But like, but like, here's the thing. Uh, Woody Allen is playing this character of like on this like nervous, nebbish, anxiety laden oh, New Yorker, oh. and 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 Suni in the interview is like, oh, he's so dumb, he doesn't even know. He's this you know silly man who doesn't get anything. And it's like, yeah, that's the character. The actual person is a successful, super successful, powerful Hollywood director who's made millions and millions and millions of dollars being the boss. 
The director is in charge. Mm-hmm. The director you says can't do the goes. job if you can't he's do the, the job. He's the writer. He's the director. Yeah. He's often the star. Woody Allen is and not. And sorry, but social anxiety is not like a pass to like molest children. Yeah, but it's also like he's using his social anxiety as a lever as a both, in his, both in his career and also in his clearly in his personal life. And yeah. it's like, listen, I get it. Like uh, you have anxiety, but that's not actually the picture. That's not the real person. Yeah. That's a character that that person's projecting for either to gain power or to gain sympathy or both. And like, I, I just think it's really fucked up. Like I, I felt bad about it before having read that interview and then having really thought about it, read Laura's piece, I'm like even more disgusted and grossed out by the realities so of the situation. Horrifying. If you confront the realities of the situation, it's almost impossible not to see that there's something very wrong there. By the way, she's been getting inundated with people who are like defending Woody Allen and Soon Yi. Who literally like their entire career? Like, seems I really to be like doing Hannah that. and her sisters. So this is my job. It's now. very sad. It's I don't know who would be like. Let me step up. Here. And here's the thing. I'm I did a thing on Ryan show about this. You can have you can. There is lots of problematic art, and you have to make your own lines and decide what you'll take from it. And if you can separate the art from the artist, I can't tell you not to listen to Azealia Banks. I listen to Two One Two all the time. But I also can turn around song. and say she does some fucking terrible things and says terrible things, and <laughs> she needs to be corrected about this, that, and the other thing. I can't watch a Woody Allen film myself. I I just can't get through it. But if that's something you can do and you take something of value of it, that's fine. But don't act like – don't live in a world of denial because you really, really want to watch Hannah and her sisters. Like yeah. that is – No, it's in, it, it's insane. It's – it's. Another bad men news, we should talk about Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, yeah, Brett Kavanaugh. Who sucks. And we should impeach Clarence Thomas as well. Um, I, You know, here's where we're at now. I think we're waiting to find out if Brett Kavanaugh's accuser who says that he held her down and tried to rape her and she felt she was going to – she feared for her life when she was – uh, when he was 17 – she was younger, I believe, or, or he was 18 and she was 17 or something. I forget. Anyhow, Brett Kavanaugh, who's, who is potentially going to be a lifelong appointee to the Supreme Court. That's what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. A man who, by the way, there's a, a hundred reasons for Brett Kavanaugh. To, I mean, he just like hates women on a legal level. I mean, there's a hundred reasons for Brett Kavanaugh to not become a Supreme Court justice. I don't need, by the way, I don't need a, a, a Supreme Court uh, uh, ju- judge on the Supreme Court to be um, all like left leaning or whatever. I just want them to have a fucking brain that seems like fair. Mm-hmm. And based on what I've read about this guy, his 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 rulings do not seem he does not seem like he is centered in the right place. He's like a wacko. Yeah. But more to the point. Um, more to the point, he can't remember things he did in the Bush administration, but he remembers very clearly that he did not uh, uh, attack a girl when he was blind drunk. Right. And his his proof is that his friend uh, who wrote a book about how often he was blacked out on alcohol and drugs yeah. and is an alt-right speaker and writer. Yeah. Uh, and it's like – like And also men, won't testify on his, his friend, behalf. His friend is like men should be – you should embrace your like uh, when you like take charge of a situation and like rape a woman. Like he basically yeah. has been like, that's a women. That's great. Sh- women are in awe it's of your unbridled instinct. male passion, and that's really cool. It's like just, even that guy won't testify that he didn't do this. The the other thing is that like uh, you know this is a thread maybe today, but um, he you don't the instinct to do that to a person is is comes from somewhere. I mean, we've talked about it on the show. It's just like so alien to any instinct I've ever had. It, it, it's like it's like I get like I get like a situation where you're like uh, you, you're maybe not clear on the signals. Maybe there's a kiss that was unwanted, but like you thought there was a you know. It's like, like you trapped her in a room. Yeah, you trapped her in a room. You held I wouldn't her do down. that to a she was fighting. dog. She was fighting. You, you know, you're holding her down. You're covering her mouth so people can't hear her screaming. It's like that's like whatever that is. I don't want that person sitting. No, I don't want that person you know sitting what? for life on the Supreme Court. You could Court. say to me. 
He could have come out and said, I don't remember. I got blackout drunk. I did not care about women when I was 17. Oh, he's I denying was awkward. it. No, he's completely denying it. And the thing is, he's both denying it and lying and not apologizing. Right. And that speaks even more no. to his character than something happened when uh, he was 17. I, that's exactly right. I mean, if, if I think if he'd said, listen, um, I have no recollection of this. Uh, it's I find that kind of behavior reprehensible. It's sickening to me to imagine any situation like this. Um, that was a long time ago. I used to drink with my friends and go to parties and, you know, it's it's possible that I did something inappropriate when I was out of my mind drunk. And if I did now, look, this would automatically disqualify him, unfortunately. That's why he's not saying it, because the rules are if he says that he can't be. But let's be honest. If he were a good person, he would say what's true. I mean, do you want to be a Supreme Court justice with an asterisk next to it? Or do you want to be like a person who can look at themselves in the mirror every day? And if he thinks he can look himself in the mirror every day. just like, I don't know. If I got, look, I, I, I'm not perfect. I've never done anything like this. But I'm just saying if somebody came to me and they're like, you know, you kissed me and I didn't want to be kissed by you. I'd be like, if I did that, I'm really sorry. Like, I clearly misread the situation. I feel I horrible. I wouldn't be like, no, that never happened. Yeah. Like. Especially if you know. were like blackout, whatever. It's just a weird. It's, it's just horrible. Weird. I mean, I guess if he doesn't actually remember it, but like if he re- doesn't remember it to the point where he literally ha- cannot conceive of it happening whatsoever and therefore is like it didn't happen. He's so sure it didn't happen, but he can't remember it. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that work? You know? And the defenses for this are like literally the people like Barry Weiss and all these people are like, I, 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 it's like, they're like, he's like, I deny this. They're like, it doesn't matter. He was 35 years ago. And it's like, well, which is it? He denies it and he didn't do it or he did it and it doesn't matter. Well, how about I forget it, uh, what, who said it? Fuck, um, some horrible conservative person. A conservative senator was like, "If I was held to task for the things I did thirty-five years ago, and thirty-five years ago he had been already a senator, and he was forty-five." <laughs> forget yeah. who said it. A senator from Utah, maybe. I don't know. They're all a bunch of fucking idiots. Awful. Okay, Anyhow, that's so our last the, the, dark story. Friday morning, you'll by the time you hear this, we'll know what's going on because everybody's waiting on on Christine Blasey Ford, who is his accuser, um, the woman that says this happened. Uh, she is saying that she does not want to testify without because of what happened to Anita Hill, yeah. and that the FBI won't do an investigation and without an investigation. Well, but look, but the, even though they did it with it, Anita prob- Hill, but the problem that we have, but the problem we have here is that is that Republicans are trying to to ram this uh, nomination through. Uh, they're trying to get a vote on this as soon as possible because they know that that it's shaky, and. I think, I mean, honestly, if I were her and I felt like I had to come forward because I don't want this man to be a Supreme Court justice in America because he's, you know, a bad guy. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I, she needs to testify. She needs to go and testify. I know that sounds hard to say, but if, the dif- if it's a difference between hearing her testimony and letting the American public see this man and, his, and a woman who says this person did this to me and here's what he did – Versus, and I know the Anita Hill thing is not a good blueprint for this. I mean, you look at what happened in that situation. She I was mean, fucking. Uh, I mean, when Joe Biden did a horrifying things to her in public in front of people, that I mean, it's I an mean, appalling. It was, that it was then that he was probably the nicest to her. I mean, now listen. I mean, and that was a. I mean, look, that was awful. There's no excuse, but it was a. It was a, a a time in America when when we did not have what we have going on right now, which is like women really asserting themselves and asserting their right to like not be fucking abused by men and for really and really calling Listen, out people. But when the Anita Hill thing happened, guess what happened right after that? A record number of women ran for office and took public service positions. And I think Republicans do not understand what they're doing when they fuck around with women like but this. That's what I'm, but what I'm saying is that's why it's important. I, I really hope that she agrees to testify yeah, tomorrow for two reasons. One is like I think people need to he- she needs to confront. I, I think people need to hear her say what. In her own what words. Yeah. And and for there to be no, you know, 
wiggle room. I mean, you, this shit. It's super weird to have sixty-five testimonies from people you oh, met no, in high Republicans school. Republicans knew about this. They definitely knew about it. I don't it. even. I couldn't tell you sixty-five people I went to high school of any gender. Yeah, I'm sorry. They have testimony from women who were like, "Yeah, he didn't rape." He me. also went to an all boys high school. Let's say that. It's like, yeah, good. You could definitely find lots of people that rapists didn't rape. <laughs> Like, that's not the problem. Yeah, nobody goes in for a murder trial and he's like, and he's like, like, well, he didn't murder all these people. And look at all that. There's well, a whole courtroom full well, of people here I didn't billion, murder. Eight billion people on the planet didn't murder any of those people. What's the chances they murdered someone? Why do we think he murdered this person? No, but it's, right. like, it's like, yeah, you oh, you didn't rape those people? Oh, well, in that case. Well, congratulations. Yeah. You should be on the Supreme so, Court. So I think it's like, I really hope that she does testify, but I also think that it's important that um, there's, a re- there's reality brought to, I think this is the problem. Right now, it's like a piece of paper and a name and a bunch of slanderous shit that's being done by the conservative by conservatives, like fucking to cover their ass, dumbasses. No, but like also the conservative media, like Gateway Pundit, oh, and Daily Caller, and all these fucking rags that are like are like trying to s- smear this person. Like Drudge was, you know, linking to this story, Gateway Pundit story, which I think still hasn't been corrected about. How she has all these bad reviews uh, from her students. She's a professor. They're another. It's another person. It's not even the right person. It's also like even if it were, ratemyprofessor.com doesn't decide if you got raped. But I'm just saying, take think about the levels of fucking deceit here. It's not only that no, it's, it's, it's a, a completely different person. Yeah. It's like the Red source. Rooster thing. <laughs> yeah, it's also like that. It's not even the fucking. It went right after person. the wrong Red It'd Rooster. Be one thing. I'd be. I would be willing to at least go. Well, that's interesting. You know, there's like really like avalanche of bad, you know, critique here from students. But not to say that's definitive in any way. I mean, students are a bunch of fucking assholes. I mean, you yeah. Can't look at what them. Brett Kavanaugh did when he was a student. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Boom. we have we have one. Okay. We have two good news stories. Yeah, good. Two happy things. One it. of which is a run, and we're gonna pack them all in. First okay, off, Captain go. Marvel trailer. How are we feeling? I don't know. I Seems love like Captain Marvel. Like I love Brie Larson. Trailer. I love blockbusters. Just Brie Larson. I love punching old ladies. Yeah, Brie Larson. I love her. He said Brie Larson. Brie did. Did it sound like it's something? That's what it sounded like to me. Well, I'm obviously I, you know I mean, her name. Brie is, like is in the, the cheese. cheese. Yes, that's right. Um, Brie Larson is great, actually. I'll never forget uh, when I saw her in Short Term Twelve, and I was like, "This person's great," and I'm in love. Yeah, because they're a great actor and also beautiful, very beautiful. Um, and no, she's great. And then I haven't seen Room because it seems like it'd be really, really heavy and depressing. It's a fantastic performance and the hardest thing to watch. Will I cry? Oh, yeah. I, I got enough sadness going. on. I also can't do stuff where like. Where kids are like, I, know. Oh, I no, can't no, no, no. handle. I, any I mean, of that. being a, becoming a parent has—it's crazy how like I mean, my dad can't watch movies in which like kids get scared. No, like if like kids Home get, Alone is too much for no, my dad. No, kid, anything with kids now is to me is like de- utterly devastating. Yeah, it just changes your whole. I'm not saying that. No, I'm not saying that other people can't appreciate this. Yeah, maybe I didn't have the sensitivity to it before. For I had you, a kid. It did. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I was like, oh, a kid got murdered. Like whatever. Now if a kid gets murdered, I'm like, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> You're like, man. Stick it in. How dare they? Throw another kid on the pile. Uh, anyhow, so so Brie Larson, the cat. So I don't know. Look, here's the thing. All I, like I care about Marvel. is this. All I care about is this. A good movie? No. I need to find out what's going on with this Infinity Gauntlet situation. <laughs> I need to know. Well, this is the in the snap. 90s, so. No, but there's a connection. Well, yeah, because they're going to find some way to, like, there's throw her through time, time or be time freeze travel. her or something. There's got to be time She's going to come in and save the whole bunch because guess think, what? She's the best hero Marvel has, and I it's wild that, that we waited this long. That that Doctor Strange somehow, like, warps her into, like. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel is, like, their Superman. So, know. like, that's who's going to come do time travel and save everybody. So, so. Henry Cavill, speaking of you know Marvel, uh, people want him to join the Marvel universe, and I just read this story, which is amazing. They want a bunch of people want him to play this character named the Sentry. Mm-hmm. The Sentry apparently is like a Superman, a very Superman-like character. It's almost like a goof on Superman from Marvel. Here's this backstory of the Sentry. It's fucking 
amazing. I would kill to see this character. Robert Reynolds starts out as an overweight middle-aged man who remembers that he is the Sentry, a superhero whose, quote, power of one million exploding suns is derived from a special serum. Realizing that his arch enemy, the Void, is returning, Reynolds seeks out several prominent Marvel characters to warn them and to figure out why no one remembers the Sentry. The plot twist? The Sentry and the Void are the same person, (gasps) which is why Reynolds had erased all memory of his superhero career in the first place. (gasps) How good is that? That's so good! How good is that? I, I would watch that movie. Like, yeah. make that fucking movie. But I love the idea that the Superman from the DC universe would be, like, this, like, Superman-like character Knock in the Marvel universe. Anyhow, so, like, the the Captain Marvel thing, I am— uh, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. What's your other good thing? Uh, my other good thing is a run of things from the 90s that are coming back. Or not just the 90s, but mostly from the 90s. Are you talking about Mary Poppins? Well, no, but do you want to talk about Mary Poppins? That wasn't on my list. Well, can I talk about Mary Poppins for a second? Sure. Well, they're making a Mary Poppins movie. Yeah, I think, like it, I think it looks pretty good. Who's in it? Emily Blunt? Emily Blunt. And sense. Lin-Manuel Miranda. Okay, so so check it out. So so Mary Poppins. Ben Whitshaw. So I was like, I think I, I can't remember which came first in this conversation, but I was like, we were, people were talking about why would they make, in our Slack, they're like, why would they make another Mary Poppins? And I was like, do you think, or I, th- I think I said, like, I, th- I heard in this one that she gets all of the Infinity Stones. <laughs> and then Jeremy was like, oh, like in the le- third volume of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Do you know this at all? No. Um, Mary Poppins is like a godlike character who apparently what? can control time and space. And the Antichrist is Harry Potter. And they fight. What? Yes. And I have not read it. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm going to read that. I was like, I assume Alan Moore didn't write that. He's like, oh, no, Alan Moore wrote it. I was like, holy <gasps> shit, I need to read this. He's like, yeah, I went a little off the rails. So anyhow, just on the Mary Poppins thing, I, I think she might get all the Infinity Stones. All right. Okay. What are the, what are the <laughs> Wait, things did that are you see back? the tweet that was like, Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins returns, Mary Poppins and Robin, Mary Poppins begins, Mary Poppins, or the flying nanny rises, uh, Mary Poppins versus Nanny McVie, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> you know, I think I'm just going to do, I think I'm just going to do this as a tweet right now. So here's a run of things okay. coming back. Yes. Um, I'm going to save the best for last because I know you're going to want to talk about it. Space Jam. We're making a Space Jam 2. First one didn't make any sense. Plot is crazy. I watched it a fucking hundred times as a child. Apparently LeBron Lola James. Bunny rocks. LeBron James in the new Space Jam? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen Space Jam 1, but you told me the plot the other day. I would love to do a special episode of this where you have watched Space Jam and we break it down. We should do it where we watch it and we do commentary throughout. <gasps> like, a DVD commentary. Yeah. It'd be, a lo- it'd be a long podcast, but I'm willing to try it. Let's do that. Okay, okay. so Space Jam's coming back. Uh, if, you, if you have a chance, look up Rachel Bloom's musical Space Jam performance. Uh, PlayStation 1 is coming out with a PlayStation oh Classic. They have a tiny PlayStation? Yeah. Okay, so first off, here's the thing. I d- am not going to be a sucker. I bought the NES. Actually, Laura got me the NES Classic as a Christmas present. It's cool. Yeah. I, we played it like four it's a times. a fun little And then I put that. it away. Yeah. But also, this you can get an emulator to do this. You don't need the PlayStation this is very possible. Yeah. Like, you literally could do it on any PC. Like, Open MU is a beautiful little Mac I app. mean, I wrote this cyberpunk piece that we, you know, on the back of our cyberpunk conversation. And one of the things I talked about is Snatcher, which is this amazing game that uh, Hideo Kojima did. Um, and before Metal Gear Solid and certainly before Death Stranding or whatever, it's this awesome, like, uh, RPG uh, point-and-click kind of adventure. Um, anyhow, you can play it, the Sega CD version. You can just type in... Snatcher play online and it you open a page and it loads the Sega CD in emulation mode in a browser and you oh can play God. it. You can play the Sega CD version on fully, a Chromebook on a fucking Chromebook full screen and it's like 
I mean, I don't know about a controller. Maybe you can get a controller going. You certainly yeah, can play with the keyboard. Yeah, you can Bluetooth pair. Yeah, it's really great. A Nintendo It's really great. So you don't necessarily need to buy uh, the place, the mini PlayStation. That's I, cute. I kind of want to. Yeah, if you've got the money. Yeah. Um, other things coming back. Uh, well, Star Wars has announced they will only be coming back every few years instead of once a year because they realized that was a little much. I'm over it. I'm over Star Wars. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Honestly, if they, don't, see them. If they don't make another one, I wouldn't care. I, I don't care. I, I, there's no mystery. I don't care about the mystery. I didn't see Solo. I didn't see Solo either, but I, apparently Darth Maul's in it. Veronica Mars is coming back, which means nothing to you and everything to me. Do you think Bruno Mars will do a guest spot on the in the show? <laughs> Only if they're going to eat Mars bars. That'd be good. Sabrina the Teenage Witch is coming back. Yeah, I see as the trailer for that looks dark, really good. Dark, fucked up, awesome Riverdale yeah, style uh, thing. Kieran and Shipka is the star. I just who... hope it's better written than Riverdale. I don't know. I started watching Riverdale, and I, it was like, first I was like, I hate it. But then I watched more of it, and I was like, actually, this is pretty good. I haven't really followed up on it, but now I kind of want to like... It's not for me, but I get why people like it. I hope this Sabrina thing is, is We me. wrote about this. I like, love Sabrina. The teens are like, there's no teens anymore. All the teens are doing adult things, and they look like adults. Yeah. And they're supposed to be teens. And, it's and like, we're, I don't, we're really into their like parents drama. And like, yeah. guess what? I never care about their parents I hate, drama I hate when on the parent, any show. I hate when the parents are like... They're like pretty close to my age, and I'm like, no. And they're also like so sexy, and you're yeah, like, I'm not all, here for sexy parents. They're all like glistening, and they have yeah. beards, and they're like, like, and they're like, you're my daughter. Like Luke Perry's one of the parents, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I weird. can't handle it. Uh, James Bond is coming back, of course, but now they've announced that director Carrie Fukunaga will be taking. The who's going to be James Bond? We don't know yet, but they found a director. I don't care. Okay, I'm over James Bond. Yeah, you're unless, all, unless you're all like, about the impossible unless, mi- impossible mission. Uh, I I care about the IMF, the Impossible yeah. Mission Force. Um, I still haven't seen Fallout. Please don't tell anybody. And finally, the final thing coming back. Yeah, Jordan Peele is doing a new Twilight Zone. Yeah, on CBS All Access. It's gonna be good. And he released a clip of him oh, like doing the Rod Serling. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it I'm excited. Great. I just hope it's not like Black Mirror. But. Uh, yeah, we need to watch that and talk about it because you're we're both Twilight Zone heads. Yeah, I just don't want it to be. You don't want, want it to have a central like it's all about technology. I want it to be man. like the Twilight Zone. Yeah, where it's all different. What's really the the the, the thing, thought idea? The thing it's always the point of fear on the Twilight Zone is the people, not the. It's not the thing in the box. It's not the box. It's yeah. the people who are handling the box. Yeah, it's Batman's penis. <laughs> it's people who are handling Batman's penis. By the way, yeah. Batman's penis was revealed. In a comic book this week, it's uncircumcised. No, circumcised, and it's made the rounds on Twitter. Do we know? I think it's on. I think it's circumcised. Um, Why? But is he Jewish? I don't. Batman? No, we don't know. No, Robin maybe. The Joker definitely. Batman's not Jewish. Oh, you think the Joker's Jewish? That's, oh, absolutely. I feel like that's racist. Is it? It's anti-Semitic. Um, I will say, th- Batwoman is Jewish. I think you told me about this, but uh, but how about all right, this? Because all the ra- outrage over uh, Ruby Rose. But how about this? Is that her name? Somebody tweeted. There's been a lot of jokes about the bat dick. I've seen people have made it their phone wallpaper, which is hilarious. Um, but someone had a really great joke, which was anyone who's calling it the bat dick and not the little Wayne is severely <laughs> misguided. <laughs> little Wayne is good. Very fine. Yeah. Anyhow, that's it. I don't know. It's part of the DC Black Label series because like DC's like our characters aren't dark enough. Yeah, we, we want to make it for adults. We're really gritty. It's like, what do you want? It's like, I mean, it's going to be one of those people who's like, I think I need to have my arm amputated and like does the procedure. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing. People are like, I should not have an arm. We're and getting they, so gritty with these movies <laughs> yeah, that how like, how gritty can it be? Like, it's just a regular rich it's guy. Like it's, just, it's just like Elon Musk tweeting. The new Batman series <laughs> this is, is very real. The new Batman series is Batman Human Centipede. <laughs> 
Batman's making human centipede out of the Joker and some other villains. That's what's happening, okay? That's how gritty it's going to be and real and dark and adult. We're, we're going to tear through Robins. We're just going to tear through them. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody's getting their backs broken. Every single character. Yeah, everybody, everybody's in traction. Uh, or has been, had something amputated. It's like, uh, and it's also 100% medically accurate. No matter, <laughs> no matter what they do. All right, should All right, we wrap up on this? That's it. Should we yeah. get to the interview? Yeah, we'll be back right, in like we, two seconds. Yeah, we're going to take a break. Then we'll be back with Eric Allen to talk about all sorts of things. Uh, my guest today is the executive editor of The Outline and a wonderful person and a person who's never been on this podcast. Somehow. Somehow. I'm, of course, talking about Erica Allen. Erica, thank you for being here. Hello. Hi. Uh, well, you just got married. I did. Are you changing your name? No. You mean any change? No. Is Pete changing his name? Uh, no. Really? Not there yet. Been, was We're, there a discussion? We have talked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've okay. talked about it. For him changing um, his name? Yeah, that we would both hyphenate. Maybe. So his, mm-hmm. And then there's so some talk about, about like Alan Volker, Volker, Alan, which I think Would you swap? Volker, Allen sounds better. Erica Volker, Allen. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And Pete Volker, Allen sounds, I mean, those are. Mm, let me think. But I don't know. You, are you saying that he would do it one way and you do it another way? No, we would do it the same way. Oh, so there's been no conversation about having, what if you each did one? I mean. And then it was like you had the best of all of the names. Yeah. And then, but then it's like. What do our kids get? We'll I mean, you that. could name your, you could just name yourself something completely new, like that girl from Spy Kids did, and just yeah. be like Erica Universe. Is that <laughs> That's true? She... Actually, my cousin did that. She and her wife combined. Their yeah, they made last a new name. name. They made a new That's name. That's a cool they idea. Combined their last names to have a whole new last name. And That's interesting. I remember talking to a friend about uh, Laura before Laura and I got married. He was actually a coworker, not exactly a friend, and. Kind of a bad guy, but um, he was like, uh, he was like, oh, is she gonna take your name? And I was like, I think so. And he was like, really? He was like, yeah. He's like, that's surprising coming from you. I was like, why? He's like, you seem so progressive, but that's such an outdated. Oh my god, thing. it's literally nobody's and I was business. Like, well, it's, exactly. It's like not progressive to have a judgment on whether yeah. like somebody changes like, well, their last name. Her last name, Dude, yeah. her last name is Dzubin, D-Z-I-U-B-A-N. Which is really hard to say and really hard to spell. And my last name is Topolsky, which is also hard to say and spell, but like slightly less hard to say yeah. and spell. So I think it was for her might have also been a little bit like, well, it's a slight upgrade in terms of people getting my name right. John really likes Houlihan, but he's the last Yance. So it's like, oh, you got to yeah. you got to do something with that. I know. So I was like, maybe we'll be Houlihan Yance. I mean, I would just use Houlihan professionally, obviously. But like, I was like, well, how? It's just a weird thing to navigate. And then your kids, it's like, so they'll be the Houlihan Yances, but then when they get married, are they gonna? hyphenate longer like yeah. what's happening that's a, now that's an interesting question this is by the way not in what i intended to talk about no. at all, but it is a fascinating topic if you hyphenate and then you have kids and then they get married and they hyphenate do they end up with like four last like three last names four last names and then what would lisa kudrow do because she can't have that show um uh that where what? you come from show on tlc wait wait lisa kudrow has a where you come from show yeah she, pro- she she's the executive producer of that show where the celebrities go on and they like trace their roots i forget is that the one that was a rip that was like skip gates was involved no in no it no it was the uh, pbs one no no, the, no it's on tlc with the, dan uh, bukatinsky i think the, also produces the it. original one was the pbs show which is yeah. like uh it was called like 
Fuck, what was it I called? Can't but remember. It, yeah. they had they're all named like your roots or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was yeah, there controversy. Was controversy. Didn't didn't Ben Affleck have like slave? Yeah. He had like some slave owners yeah. in his family yeah. or something. And then he asked them Damon. to like not talk about it. Talk about, about it. that. And they did. And yeah. they like didn't oh, they, talk about it. And then it came out oh, that they didn't. Oh, that's that right. They like took mm-hmm. his request at like not talking about it. And it's kind of like. I don't, I don't you know. It makes you look way worse, Ben Affleck, if you're like, let me hide this part yeah. of my... I would just drop I the would, whole episode if, if he was like me, that. Right, exactly. I, just no, I would be... be I mean, yeah. you gotta, I think you just have to own it. Like, it's not It's not you. It's not Ben sure. Affleck. Sure. Right. If I found out it's my like, ancestors were Nazis and like, and I was like an A-list celebrity, I'd be like, I'm just not going to do this episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not going to hide it. I just I wouldn't think, bring it up. I think that's a... that's a, a, a You will raise your profile if you're like, I'm going to confront this head on. Sure. I can't believe this. I understand if someone doesn't have the, the, they don't feel they have the capacity or language to do that. Mm. Like, I'm sure Ben Affleck doesn't have, I, I'm, I'm sure he's a wonderful man, but he seems like someone who's a little emotionally crippled. And if he doesn't I mean, have, look, like, the bandwidth to handle that discussion in public, I, it's like, just don't do it. Don't hide it. Don't yeah. lie. Don't yeah. ask a journalistic enterprise to, like, do a cover-up for you because you got a Batman role on the line. Well, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that's an interesting point. It's interesting. Like, it's funny. Um... I, every time like Ben Affleck comes up, I want to be like, you know, when people are like, well, maybe he's not not that smart, but like, uh, whatever. And I'm like, well, you know, he wrote Goodwill Hunting. And then there's like, like a rumor, mm-hmm. but there's like a rumor that he didn't write Goodwill Hunting, that they, like it was like a script that someone, some really famous screenwriter wrote and like he couldn't get it produced. I would buy also, Matt Damon doing did, a rewrite. Ex- exactly. I was just going to say, and even if he did write it, yeah. it's like Matt Damon wrote it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you think, you think Matt Damon <laughs> I've had writing partners and we all know exactly. where that works. You think Matt exactly. Damon is the smart one? Yes. Of the two? I buy it. Of I the buy two. it. Of the two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not saying Matt Damon's like winning a Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. What was the Matt Damon controversy? He was on that show, like Greenlight. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Somebody, some woman, like a person of color, was like talking to him about like how she felt, and he's like, "Hang on a second, you he don't know how." He explained like diversity. <laughs> yeah, to he's like, "Let me explain what diversity he's like, this is." This is what it's like being a black woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, look, yeah. you know what? Honestly, if that's the worst he's done, maybe it is. I don't know. I'm fucking Matt Damon. It's not too bad. Um, but to answer your question, I don't know what happens to the generation of like hyphenated name, last yeah. name people when they have kids, and like end up with, like, quadruple hyphenation. I mean, It's too much. Too many names. Listen, we're all going to be ats at some point. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm just going to go by, like, a Our screen name. Is that what we're doing? All right, well, it's good that we're on entertainment because one of the things I want to talk about uh, with you is that the Emmys were on Sunday. Monday. Monday. Why were they on Monday? Does Football. that is that true? Football. That's why the VMEs, I think, have yeah. stopped trying to compete with sports. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know there was football on Sunday. John so. came home, did not know they were on, looked at the TV, and on the TV was Michael Che and Colin Jost, and I famously have beef with Michael Che and don't think Colin Jost is funny. And he walked in, literally looked at the TV, and was like, them? And on a Monday, like so earnestly yeah. mad that in it this was economy, <laughs> right in front of my salad. No, hold on a second. You have beef with Michael Che. Can you expand on that? We both have worked in comedy for a long time, and he's not a nice person. And you I know, per- tend, you're saying personally, you have a yes, personal. Beef. And I tend to mm. when someone no. isn't a good person. I have a, I have a podcast. I have a loud mouth. Oh. I, have, I have a talk show. I I am not able to like be like, oh, it's fine. You said this horrible thing to this person in front of me. Like I have to be like, that was kind of shitty, even in a friendly way. And oh. he's not someone who like is receptive to that. So this, this real, has gone on yeah, for like ten years. Just Jared well. has just Jared heard about this. Or what is like? <laughs> what is the right blind items? Who's the right? Uh... Oh, luckily he's not famous or talented enough for anyone to give a shit. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, you really have beef with him. Okay. You know. I'm, I have mixed feelings. But the I, Emmys were on. They were on. Nobody so watched So anyhow, them. the Emmys were on. Nobody watched. They were very, bo- very boring and very bad. But you, I learned after the, because we had an Emmy discussion, 
You are a big fan of the show The Americans. I am. Me too. Which you are also. Mm-hmm. I, I have seen that... four episodes of it. It seemed very good. Um, I didn't watch all of the Emmys, but apparently you felt that the show was robbed. This was their final season. Mm-hmm. I felt that Carrie Russell in particular, in particular. Mm-hmm. who is incredible on this show as like the scariest woman alive, but also this character who you're like, yeah, you know, oh, invested she's the bad guy. In. No, no, oh. no, no, no. Okay. Well, no spoilers. Well, I mean, no spoilers. <laughs> kind of, I guess. Like, yeah, is no Walter spoilers. White the bad guy? Yeah, mm. exactly. It's, mm. Was I mean, Nancy Botwin the bad guy? Spy. I mean, like, yeah. she's he a is, Russian uh, spy. Yeah. Well, but I mean, you know. So. Yeah, was Walter she, White bad? She's, Let's think she's about our anti hero, and I think get... she might be the most layered character that has ever appeared like on television. But, but her husband's ever. also a spy on the show. Yeah. They're both spies. Are the kids also spies? No spoilers. Don't tell me. I don't tell me. Can't I don't want to get into no, no, no. any of this. Okay. Yeah, you have to watch it. But so it's she also, was robbed by read Claire the, like... Foy. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Who's a great actress? Yes. But is on a television show that script mostly consists of like meaningful glance, meaningful glance. She changes outfits. There's a shot of the sea, meaningful glance. Yeah, we, she, we, she does it very well, though. No, but... it's a it, it's a great version of the performance. It just doesn't compare to what Carrie Russell had to put herself through. Of the Crown, it's very British. It's very. And not a lot happens. I could I show mean, you a Tumblr blog happen. of the shots and oh, tell think... you like a summary of history and you would have a better experience than if you watched The Crown. You think a lot happens on uh, on The Crown? Well, I mean, like, yeah, a lot of history happens. Major things happen. But it's true. It's not a it's not a big show. I mean, it's a mm-hmm. big show in one way, but it's not a big show. Yeah, but in it's, that like, you're it's like, like, it's like, it's like, remember... call me when Princess Diana shows no, up. No, but it's like, it's like, remember when, oh, do they go into that? In the They're seconds? jumping every like few decades. Oh, but it's like, okay, it's not to get totally off topic again, but it is like, um, the big stuff is like, you have to come back to England because there's a bad fog or something, you know, or whatever, yeah. like, you know, oh, Churchill is sick and he's not admitting it. It's like stuff like that. It's yeah, like, yeah, it's important. get a new prime minister. Yeah, right. It's like yeah. we get a new. Get it's important, a... but it also takes place in like a lap of luxury. And you know that all these people live to be 80. So like, no, well. <laughs> yeah. right. And like, yeah. And it's like she's got like, I don't know. Her, what's his name? Uh, Philip. Yeah. He's like a cad. He's like a bad guy, I guess, or whatever. It's not really like they don't really go into just how bad he is. They sort of maybe in the second season they do. But in the first season, they're kind of like it's all hinted at that he's bad. But then they're like, you know, well, we've we're British, so we're just going to keep being British. It's like that's it. That's the show. We're just going to keep being British. That's the entirety of what I've seen on the Crown. It's like in times of hardship, stiff up a lip, be British. Yeah, that, just I mean, pit, pit. continue, continue <laughs> to be British. Speak to other British people. Yeah, uh, hold your head. And you up know who did that? And the tell best? people I'm British. You know who did that the best? Emily Blunt in the movie The Devil Wears Prada. Oh, and we don't great. ever need to revisit the top. Great film. Oh, anyhow, so the Americans, you feel Carrie Russell was robbed, I and do. now, but I think the most important thing that happened at the Emmys in regards to the Americans is that I heard Matthew Rees. Is that his name? Matthew mm-hmm. Rise Rees. Mm-hmm. I heard him speak for the first time in his actual voice, which I've never heard before. He is apparently Welsh. Yeah, it's I thought true. I did not know that. I, I thought he was also an American. I was very like <laughs> taken aback by hearing him speak in his natural accent because his American accent, which I feel like I'm I'm not like an expert on, um, you know, accents, but his American accent on the Americans is extremely good, especially because he's like playing a Russian playing an American. Does he ever have but a, he's Welsh. But does he is he supposed to have a Russian accent that he's not hiding? Not really, but they do speak a lot of Russian in yeah. the show. And I don't I can't be a ju- I'm no judge of whether or not his Russian accent when speaking Russian is any good. But yeah. his American accent is excellent. And so when he got up there and was speaking with his Welsh accent, I was like, 
oh, yeah, you're not actually this character from, from Bushwick. <laughs> well, oh. the thing is... Oh, it's supposed to be from Bushwick? Well, that's just where the show shoots and everything. Oh, um, but the, the weird thing is that... Um, like Welsh and Scottish are the hardest accents in order to like get to another accent because they're so particular and their mouth is formed in such like different ways. And when I saw him on Watch What Happens Live, which was the first time, because they've been on several times together because they're also married in real life. Um, well, they're not married. They're dating or they're... They're partners of some partners. kind. Yeah, yeah. I think they have We'll a, get into that in a, a second. Yeah. I want to talk about that. Oh, they had a kid now? I think they have a... Yeah, yeah they have children from other marriages? She definitely does have kids. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk marriage. about their marriage in a second, but but they, when they were on Watch What Happens Live, uh, I think I might have been on one occasion. They said to her, like, "Could you do his accent?" And it was like such a comical, like Americans can't eat. Like he had to train for five years and uh, get to get at that like Cheryl Cole tra- weird Welsh. She voice. couldn't do the. She couldn't even attempt. Yeah. It was so funny. Well, it's a very thick accent. Now let's talk about their relationship. Maybe for that's a why second. she didn't win an Emmy. Mm. Uh, well, do you think wow. that maybe she didn't win an Emmy because? And I've heard, seen this bandied about. A lot of the time, women who've given spectacular performances and been awarded at least once for their prestige show, they never win in the final season. They usually don't win in the first season. It's always in a middle season they give the woman, like, one trophy. Did she and get one? She did. Has she won an Emmy? She won an Emmy, yeah. But uh, but For that show? I think she won an Emmy for that. Lead I'm going to look it up. Can you? Can you? Um, but do you think it has to do with that sexism? Because, like, a lot in a lot of those shows... Um, the men and usually the male creative team will get a, a, like a crowning achievement Emmy. Hmm. And Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I guess I was sort of like, well, Claire Foy did this for two seasons and she's not coming back. That's They're replacing true. her. But also like yeah. the Americans is, has gone off and she did it for six seasons. So, so I don't know. So, I, I didn't know that there was that 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 track record. of. So I'm still confused. So with the crown, now they're going to do Diana. No, now no. they'll skip like a couple of decades ahead and someone else, the woman, I think she was on that show Peep Show, um, is going to, pl- another woman is going to play Queen Elizabeth. Oh, we're going to see Helena Queen Elizabeth. And Helena Bottom Carter is going to play her sister. Oh, wow. And they're going to do a whole new cast of like, old, you know, slightly older versions of all of the- But it'll be like the... in the 70s or something. Or she has not won yeah, an Emmy. I don't know what decade. It is. She's, She's been, not won an Emmy. she was nominated she won the last three a Golden seasons. Globe. She was like- I thought, who I thought did she, she lose was to last year? Who did she lose to? I'm Ooh, curious who know. she's lost to. Um, the 2017 Primetime Emmy Awards Outstanding Actress in a Lead Drama. Let's see. Oh, this is important to get right or gay people will come for me. Now I really feel – now I do feel that she was robbed because I feel like – I really thought that she – and like she's kind of gone on to like have – she's going to be in the next Star Wars movie reuniting mm. with J.J. Abrams. Mm. She's going to be in this Broadway play that i can't remember what it is but with adam driver oh. like she's she's like oh i mean she's gonna work forever yeah, she's one of our best she's, yeah mm. she she's lost fantastic. to elizabeth moss last time who <laughs> for um, a handmaid's tale secured well, that through feminism and scientology no i mean scientology the her, her performance in handmaid's tale is very strong i mean have you seen oh, no, it she's great she's yeah. great it's I a very hard to watch it's literally oh yeah don't it's don't i mean i can't i love it's that. it's the only thing more depressing than reality but i like it because I, I feel like i rake myself over the coals and i'm like but also, when you get little slivers of hope, it's like real life doesn't even have these. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. That's just really bleak. I mean, I love it, but it's I really bleak. It. So anyhow, so Matthew Rise Rees and Carrie Russell were cast as a husband and wife spies on the show The Americans. They were at that time married to or in relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. Then they fell in love. 
Yeah, which I think is I can't imagine doing that. Uh, well, I think it's unusual that you you fall in love with the person you were cast as as your husband or wife. You think it's unusual? No, I think oh, I think it's no, super. I've, 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 I've had sex I mean, with uh, everyone who I was in a musical with in college. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I think it happens all the time. But I think that's, that's yeah. like what that's this like my, how Hollywood no, this relationships is what I'm saying. start. I, I don't mm. think it's unusual. I think it's like I was being like sarcastic. Oh, I think, oh. It's like it's like you literally were just forced to be uh, making out with this person, and you're like, well, I guess. And also, you were like creating an intense emotional relationship. Like, that no one else can access. And also their relationship, even though it's like kind of fucked up, is also extremely romantic yeah. to me because they have, it's like, it's, it's like, like an arranged fig, marriage. It's an arranged just marriage. Like and then casting. they grow like 20 years into their marriage Jolie and to like Brad really Pitt fall met? in love with each other. Yeah. And oh, you mean on the show? Oh yeah, on mm-hmm. the show. But Angelina That's... Jolie and Brad Pitt did this exact same thing. Yeah. But what? if I had to work on a television show where my body was being slammed and I was emotionally ripping myself apart, and we were working eight hour days again in Bushwick and then going home to like a tiny apartment with my several kids and nanny. If but I had to see apartment? that. Whose apartment is tiny? Well, I mean, if you, you live in New York, I, I would, I don't know. I would it's blow it. my brains out. Like, I love John. If I had to see John for more than five hours a day and do any actual work with him, I would I'd kill him. I don't know how you could work with him. Oh, you're your, saying like going home with the person you're working with? I don't know oh. how. No, that's why Laura and I stopped. Like, I mean, you know, we basically, I mean, She'll still write stuff, but like we can't do day to day work together. It's very bad for a relationship. Well, I just think it seems so boring. Also, because it's, it's like you, what do you talk about? At well, you the talk end about of, work. You yeah, just you talk, talk about, about work. work what you end like, up doing is every conversation is like. Well, you do like separate weekends. I think you would have to be like, I'm going to the park with some friends no. and to a spin class, and I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> we were talking about this the other day. We don't. Laura and I are like not interested in hanging out with anybody but each other it's really i think no i mean we were like there's definitely something either wrong with us or everybody else but we're not sure which. we're a little bit like that too we <laughs> like, spend a wanna, lot like, of time like i don't want to like when i think about like the end of the day i'm like i'm gonna go have drinks with my boys i'm like how quickly can i get home like, see that's I, what think I think me and john like obviously like we we're uh, i'm loud and, and etc um but mm-hmm. but we're very balanced at home and i don't feel like either of us over, the personalities overpower anybody's choices or tastes we're very collaborative we complement each other and we're great at like a dinner together but in a big group doing an activity or hanging out with friends or at a family party like i tend to dominate everything and then no. john just kind of hangs out mm. and it's just not healthy like i'd rather him spend time sometime with my parents and like they can actually talk to him as opposed to me like jumping in and telling an anecdote which i can't help myself yeah. I, I do think you guys are, are well matched. I do think your personalities I mean, obviously I don't know John as well as I know you, but mm-hmm. you do seem to have but I think Laura and I are like that. I'm like yes. the loud we both I'm need like loud and, and like dominating, like in a convert like if we're in a group, I'm always like, you know, putting on an act or whatever. And she's like fine to just you know, she'll just be very patient and then like choose her moments or whatever. I am that person. I was going to ask if you're also that person. Like he seems like you are. He is like quiet. Quiet. He's a listener. He's like you know. Oh, you're the you're the dominant. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I'm the talker, and especially yeah. like you said with when it comes to like hanging out with my family, all of the Allens are kind of like. Meh, meh, meh. So like, yeah. If you don't, that's what my If you like. don't interrupt and jump mm-hmm. in. Like, you don't speak. We're also, like, viciously mean. Like, I was very prepared for gay culture (laughs) because my whole family, like, the entire thing is trolling you. My my brothers, and this is, they don't know any better. Nobody come for them. Don't find them on Twitter. But they will say something racist or homophobic or sexist in front of me, Mm. knowing that I know they don't believe it or whatever, just to watch me over the course of a day slowly break and start screaming and fighting with them. And then they all laugh. Like, that's what we do. John cannot handle that. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be very... I feel like that would be very aggravating if they're like, 
racist. Like, I feel like that's like, it's different the, if you're- They'll just say something like, like, why can't I have dreads? And then watch me as I'm like, I know you're baiting me. And then over the course of the day, oh, they'll push good. it. I guess like, as far as like a baiting- Oh, they're great. Question, they're good at it. Uh, why can't yeah. I have dreads is an amazing conversation starter. But I ended up having like a two hour fight with them that started as a joke. And then at the end of it, I was like, you actually read some pretty good points there, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ah! You know, um, it, Laura was like, when when we started dating, when she went to like the first like family thing, I think she was like very, I mean, like upset to the point where she was like, uh, I don't think she was in tears. Things? But I think she was like, because like, my family's like, like you're, you're saying how everybody's just like talking to you. Like my family's like nonstop talking prodding, questioning, interrupting. I mean, I went to dinner with you and your brother once and cried at the table. Did you? <laughs> yep. Uh, we Why? went to dinner one time. We were hanging Who, out. Us? Mm-hmm. And you were like, I'm going to see my brother. Do you want to like keep hanging out? And I was like, sure. So we went to dinner and got food. And oh, I was talking with, about something really hard that was, was going that on. Jesse, was Jesse there too from, from yes. the band? Yeah. 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 And we were just like talking about something with my job or whatever. And I, I, I just like. Oh, we were doing therapy. Yeah. You both, Jesse and your brother and you were just like, just hammering questions. And I was like, I don't really want to talk about this. And you're like, yeah. no, talk about it. Yeah. And then I like burst into tears, and you guys were like, all right, we'll pull back. <laughs> I think once tears start, you, you get you you're like, like, oh, yeah, you know, but that's who's how it is. I mean, I have three brothers, and that's how it is, like, with, with them too, where they're like, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Well, explain to me, explain yes. to me. And I'm like, you know what? And then once I start crying, they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny, Sorry. It's, it's funny that Laura and I have, uh, we, we talk so much about like our, um, confrontation styles because it's like I my confrontation style is like no you must we must address this right now mm-hmm. we've got to have like if we're arguing or upset she's, she's upset or I'm upset or whatever it's like okay I have to we have to like talk through this and her thing is like to like kind of like not to. E- to not even talk like she'll be like it's fine I just need to get I'm gonna get over it and then I'm gonna be done with it but like she doesn't want to confront it mm-hmm. and it's created some pretty explosive well yeah, yeah. Pete's <laughs> the same way Pete wants to talk about things immediately and I'm like let's talk about it when I've had like a moment to mm. think and like calm down so, and and weigh, and weigh things a little bit and whether or not it's like actually worth really like having this this conversation. Yeah, see, I can't gauge when it's worth it or not. See, I, I have to, <laughs> we have to talk about things we have to, I, like, I just, I cannot, like, if something happens or John does something I don't like or I did something I know John doesn't like, I, we have to talk about it right away. But I can see on John's face sometimes, he's like, you've said your piece. I need about an hour to, like, listen to Celine Dion and walk around and, like, make coffee and think and then I'll come back to you with a statement and then you respond and then we'll wait another hour and wow. we've worked yeah, out a system. Like, I think, yeah, I think that, like, a, you know, a half a day long fight as long as it's not cons- constant is yeah. like can be actually like a very or just an argument not argument. even a fight yeah argument. yeah, it's yeah interesting. it can be an actually like very healthy way because it does sometimes i'm like oh you know am i being like real we're also both tauruses am i being really stubborn is that like, a thing yeah are tauruses stubborn yes are you an astrology believer i am an astrology believer no yeah. are you really i am yeah. come on i do i like shock you yes i'm completely shocked by that information because i feel like you're very like pragmatic and like and like uh intellectual you know what i mean like you just think very intellectually about things like you kind of like i don't see the conflict whenever we no i really (laughs) i think astrology is fun but like for me okay i've muted it on twitter we have a lot of like non-believers okay let me ask you let me ask you a question okay so you're a taurus Mm -hmm. and you're telling me about the taurus traits the the most distinguishing trait I think is bullheadedness. Okay. Stubborn, like. And you guys are both pretty bullheaded, you would say. Yes, but uh, but you know we still like 
are willing to compromise. We obviously do a lot. Right. So it's like do you know him what, probably well, the more theory so is that it's me. like you those are your like instincts, but you can like learn tools right, and exactly. behaviors. Okay, so here's so I'm gonna give you a little a little grilling here. Okay. Do you know what my astrological sign is? No. Would you be able to guess? If you no. had to guess. I'm I'm like into astrology, but not so into it that I like I will fully admit that like I am very attuned to like what my mm-hmm. representation You're very self-centered yes, astrologist. Yes, I'm astrolog- a self-centered astrologist. Astrologist. Okay, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a person. I'm a Libra. Okay. Okay. Could you read the Could you read the traits of the sure. Libra? I just want to. Don't s- you feel it's like? I don't see if, any, if you think any of this applies. But it's also to me. like you, I mean I know that that's the whole thing that people read into like the aspects of it that they like I identify think, with and then and leave the rest. And I actually think that's fine. But I just think if you hear the Libra description and be like, "There's no way that this could." Uh, possibly I just don't you feel like it. I feel like with me it's like it's the same thing as personality tests or like the Harry Potter stuff. Like I just feel like it's you more about like BuzzFeed quiz? how you see yourself <laughs> and analyzing that and what the being told that lets you reflect on your own personality yeah, but, than yeah, it is like a magical the, way. I'm of, sorry. The right. difference between the Harry Potter quiz on BuzzFeed and the personality test, which I assume you're talking about the one we just read about, which is called what is it called? We were like Myers an ENTJ or whatever. And and astrology, both that and astrology are based on what appears to be a system of like, if not science, something close to it. Like, oh, there's actually a reason why you score this thing, or there's a reason why you are what. You're fine. Okay. There's a reason why you score this thing or there's a reason why, you know, you are a, you know, you're a Taurus because you were born at this time and the planets were doing this and, you know, there's like other stuff. There's like the, the, uh, what are they called? The... Sure, there's like a system, but I just feel like uh, I don't know. I I wrote um for like a year and a half or two years. I did Teen Vogue Book of the Month picks, and it was like based on your sign, like whatever. And it was a fun way of being like, look up the one that's for you, but also there's just a bunch of books here. Yeah, it was just like a fun thing. What bothers me, I, I have friends, and I maybe it's the lack of like an organized religion accepting us, but gay people, especially queer people, like we get super into stuff like this. There's gay people are super into astrology, and I have friends who have broken up because like they really found someone's sign out and they were no gay twitter is so bad that i have every related zodiac or horoscope word muted because i in order to enjoy it at all i I had to remove it is this a thing why don't you write about this i should write about it i would read a story that if you believe that in the in in the gay community that astrology is somehow more important i'm curious it's wild okay here's the libra stuff okay let's hear let's just listen in Tell me if you think this sounds anything like me. <laughs> Gracious, fair, and balanced. Libra is among the most social and popular signs of the zodiac. Ruled by Venus, Libra is a loving sign that focuses strongly on partnership and pr- prioritizes the needs of others. The sign of the scales is blessed with the natural sense of right and wrong, making them very focused on justice, honesty, and fairness. As the sign of balance, Libra represents both the head and the heart. They focus on logic to, and fact to ensure everything is up on the up and up and really thrive in the mutual feelings and closeness of one-on-one relationships. Relationships. Both inside and out, Libra stands for harmony, elegance, and equality. The I I, I, I would think, say that some of that. I'm not saying that like I'm not like I don't I do believe you, yeah. I do believe in justice and I and I and I I am extremely elegant. Um other think, other Libra celebrities are Gwen Stefani, Kim Kardashian, Zach Efron, Gwyneth Paltrow, Will Smith, Zach Galifianakis, Kate Winslet, Sting. Yeah. Sting wow. and, and Matt Damon. That's quite Matt a Damon and and uh, Sting and I do have a, all have a lot in common. Uh, hmm. I just think it's like there's first off there's so much going on. Second, like I've read those and I'm like I don't maybe like one or two of these traits possibly. But then it's like I know a lot of elegant people who are not Libras, you know, or like uh, people who are into justice. It's not like an exact 
prescription, mm. right? That like everyone is exactly this way. Do you do, right? do, you do tarot? No. Really? No. I feel like you'd be into tarot. There's actually a great segue into talking about a story that we published today that I think you want to talk about yes, and I, I want to talk about. Which oh is, my God, I read this with like, I was salivating. Which it's also kind of a sad story. We did this story called Goths for Trump, which is about, Erica, do you want to talk about it a little bit? It is about the like alt-right subculture within the subculture of goth. Yeah. And it's uh, both, it's, I, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I actually think this is like surprising to me that there would be like a, you know, goth right. Well, when you think of the oh, goth right is good. I hadn't even thought. I mean, goth, goth right, right as a, I mean, I guess that's the hashtag they use. But okay, here's the things to think about when you think of a goth, and which I do all the time. I'm thinking about goths. Like, what are the traits of a goth that we know? What are I just think historically? What do I know about goths to be true? Um, depressed. Like to wear black, sort of interested in. See, I don't see that at all. Any goths I've ever known, it's like they've overcome something. They're usually pretty open-minded because they've dealt with a lot of stuff on their own. They're usually very like well-read. Um, I wouldn't say like uh, outgoing, but at least like they have like a social yeah, circle I, I that they work hard. Depressed is the wrong word. Yeah. I think introvert, dark. maybe introvert. Interested in, in dark. Yeah, things, in the dark arts, not, right. uh, yes. dark stories. You know, murder, vampires. I, I, a little bit with the whole goth thing. I like no, dark I, stuff. Like I, I think it, I was. Probably, it's adjacent to true crime people. When I was it's in, also like really about like an interest in music and books. It's yeah, like yeah, not yeah, even so much. It's like I yeah. used to make fun of furries, but it's not actually about like I think I'm. Well, the other Ken stuff is, which I still don't have a problem with. But it's it, it's usually the furry people are like I really like anthropomorphic animals and cartoons and like. That's it. I'll say this. Yeah. In, cool. in my youth, in my teenage years, certainly as I got into, like, rave culture, like, you know, like The Cure, um, interested in the occult, and very nerdy, pretty introverted, uh, pale. I mean, I feel like I was, like, you know, I, like, you definitely had traits that You could have been a health goth. Uh, no, I could have been an unhealthy goth. What's but, like, health the health goth, goth ex- What is a health aesthetic? goth? Uh, I don't know what that is. Health goth. Uh, Forget. Health goth is, like... It's like a goth who works out, right? It's like all black athleisure. Yeah, exactly. It's like Rick Owens is health goth. But that's just like that's just like a New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah. Just like like all reasonably fashionable New Yorkers are health goths. Mm -hmm. But like, so I understand it. I do think it is I always thought of the goth scene. Like my memories of it in Pittsburgh, it's like super inclusive. It's like not judgmental. Like, of course, I mean, growing up on Long Island, the one of the only places I would feel like super safe is like in a hot topic or like one of those like goth related stores at the mall because, like, no, there's no judgment there. I feel like hot topic is such a late stage goth thing, though. Oh, yeah, it's more like emo stuff, but it's adjacent. It's like when goth and rave culture collided and people had Jankos, like black Jankos with tons of chains, Mm -hmm. but they were goth, which is not, was not like, is Panic at the Disco goth? No. No. But, but like very but, influenced but they and adjacent. Were appropriated yeah. goth mm-hmm. aesthetic. My Chemical yeah. Romance appropriated yeah. goth Appropriated. Yeah. The Black Parade is, you know, sure. obviously appropriating like, goth culture. Like for, we were saying, the Spice Girls Spice of Your Life video is not cyberpunk. But in some ways, it's cyberpunk. Oh, <laughs> I, mean, I hadn't thought about that. But well, yeah. you're, you're arguing about Lady Gaga embracing cyberpunk. We were talking about cyberpunk, which is how I ended up doing that story. Um, I do think what I was, it's true about her, which is true about a lot of those other 
with a, you, t- you take it's like when Rih- it's like when Rihanna did her sea punk performance on SNL and it was like all the Tumblr stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like she's not like part of that scene, but some you're like using that you're appropriating or using the digital yeah, language. Her like art director was like Rihanna, yeah. this is hot, and she's like, yeah, cool, let's do it. You know, yeah. like I'm not saying she didn't have a part in it, but it's like anyhow. But like yeah, I think that the turn of any of any goths. It, but also it sort of makes sense because there's also this weird crossover with yeah, how punk they culture get and goth here? culture with like Nazism and like the occult and Nazism have like a weird crossover. I mean, it's it's in the story and like the fringe part of it is certainly the at being well, feeling like an I outcast. Well, that's what I think is like the part that it's like, is this surprising? Because it is, a you know, a culture of like, you know, somewhat marginalized or people who feel marginalized. And then that's, I guess, has direct yeah. You but know, do Trump parallel. people feel marginalized? Well, that's, that's like, like, I mean, that is the, I feel like their that's claim, like, I guess. I feel like, I feel like Trump if you're a racist, mar- yeah. it, it's, it, it, there are racists in every group. And if you're a racist, you do feel marginalized because you're like, why does nobody get that I'm heart of the master race? Right. <laughs> exactly. well, that's, the thing. And that's the thing. No. The other thing that's like not surprising is that when you really think about it, there are racists like who like every genre of music. There are, you know, there are sure. racists wherever no, like, you go, uh, which is just a it's thing. It's like all that... the Times profiles are like, he listens to Top 40, and or you're like, oh, yeah. We're at a bar in Ohio, and we've never racist. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a neo-Nazi, but he loves, uh, like, he loves Kanye, but he's a Nazi. It's like, yeah. wow. Like, that yeah, it's like, wow. It's like, he probably isn't thinking too much about it. Um, a but, lot of homophobes watch Ellen. It's like, that is what it is. Really? Yeah, sure. She's, everybody watches Ellen. Everybody watches yeah. Ellen. Yeah, I that's. Know, I, I don't mean, watch Ellen. I think it's a little cheesy for my taste. Well, that's why I was sort of like this. What? It's I love... so cheesy. Okay. Ellen's, uh... Okay, but not the point. <laughs> I'm just saying this. Sorry. I don't watch it. No, yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying that. Like, I think that that the article was both like, or just the idea of these people being like, well, you know, I'm really into this burlesque community, and then when they found out that. I supported Trump. I was ostracized, and now I've become even more. Yeah. But it's just I like, hate that though, because like n- being ostracized did not make you more racist. You just no, felt more no, emboldened. No, 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 that's exactly. The, that's exactly. The, no, that's the. This you is, found your other people who were like also being extremely racist, and you're like, oh like, yeah, you guys hate all those people too. No, uh, this is, I love the argument. This is come such, up with reasons why. This is such a common argument for bad for bad behavior. It's like Roseanne's thing where she was like, I was on Ambien or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. like it's like. It's like I've been on Ambien. Like I, I don't. Get, I'm not like. Oh, you know what? I hate black people. Actually, I never thought about it. It lowers your inhibitions. You, know, like, you don't. You don't. It doesn't. Yeah. Shit. Yes, that's it. It lowers like shit like that. It's always like a thing. Like who just did uh, something like this? That, um, like I have drank too much, spent too much money, hooked up with people I shouldn't, bought things I shouldn't, gone places I shouldn't, said things to people that were like secrets. But all of that stuff was like stuff I knew, stuff I would have maybe bought, an inclination I had to go hang out with these people. I love. Buying things for people that feels nice, but I, I went. I did it on a scale I wouldn't have. I have never in my life had enough to drink where I was like, suddenly, I think all black people like. Yeah, I'm no, sure no, that's it's crazy. Like, it's like the thing about the ostracized thing is similar in the sense that you like if you're like ostracized from a group and they're like you're being racist. A normal person, I think, a normal like a person who's thinking clearly would be like, you know what? Maybe actually my opinions. Maybe some right. of the stuff I was saying was wrong. Like maybe I should yeah. analyze. But these people, I've done that. These people are like, this has pushed me further into the my opinions. 
like why? Because like you were told, like I was told that I was wrong and I got pushed out of this group. And so it made me feel more of those things. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a problem that has nothing to do with you being ostracized. Like you actually feel those things. Anyhow. I want to pull up my, the one thing that when I read it, I was just like, this is, yes, this is just, it's too good. And this piece was by, um, uh, her name is Stephanie Dubik and she has written about goth culture before she did a great story for broadly about elder goths I loved and like that. i loved it it's so good just the idea that like you don't have to you know out of your 20s and 30s like grow out of being yeah. goth oh, there's like, definitely a lot can, of old goths yeah and no. like you should continue to be goth because... i feel like by the way there was a picture that i wanted to use i'm sorry i have to i need to show you this picture um that I wanted to use in the story, but we don't have the Getty license that allowed us to use. I just <laughs> loved the little, um, the little details like uh, finding eyeliners that work with crow's feet. Oh, and stuff. I was just gonna say that was like such a good. I mean, she like does advice for like how to continue being goth into your. That's like, why 50s I love watching makeup tutorials with older women because they say they just give advice, which is just like you can't. We're not using highlighter because it just doesn't work on older skin. But this is an option you have to like look luminous, and it's just interesting to watch that. Okay, your gonna, identity doesn't change when your skin does. There was a picture. Not, this is oh then, my god. This is uh, there's a picture, and I'm gonna like share it on social of uh, of um, Trump's doctor. This is his doctor. He's like looks so goth, it's out of control, and he's standing See, in this front is like of health goth. He's standing in front of a truck. He's, health goth. he's standing in front of a truck that says "goth" on it. Like, <laughs> I was like, I can't believe this picture exists, but we couldn't use it anyhow. Wait, let me hear this quote. Well, one of the reasons the goths say they support Trump is some cited the president's desire to bring factory jobs back to America, which might allow them to work graveyard shifts in dark dungeon-like settings, a goth's wet dream, according to one supporter. I was just <laughs> like, excuse me, it's this so is good. like so on another planet. This is so how far. many How many like steps away from it do you have to – you're like, okay, well – yeah, I don't agree with Trump, but well, he was going to bring factory jobs back, and I and I do need a job, and also I want to work in a dungeon-like environment. See, the, only, the only reason I voted, the only reason exactly. I voted for Hillary Clinton is like I was a big fan of the Golden Girls. I enjoy like a shoulder pad, and I thought like this will bring uh, more of those to the cover of newspapers. <laughs> yeah. and I buy a lot of newspapers. Yeah. What are we fucking talking about? <laughs> like, I think that's like exactly. It. <laughs> lot of leaps yeah no, it's, it's, leaps. it's many leaps anyhow uh you should definitely one should definitely read it because it's it's a, an incredible story and i was like delighted when i mean I, I i did a little art directing on the post because leah knew that i was very excited about the goths for trump story and she was like do you want to take a stab at this no pun intended <laughs> i have to tell you if you search shutterstock for um the word goth a lot of good material on there. And in fact, I, our, I will say photo, searching Shutterstock once a week to do these posts is such a joy. It's the best. The things you find. No, it's the best. I. It's interesting, like the goth. First off, no, there's no, you can't find any goth Trump related stuff. Yeah. Basically doesn't exist. I think that's a real There is sub, a photo sub, that sub has been floating around on the internet of a girl who's definitely goth holding a sign that says goths for Trump. Mm -hmm. But it is a photoshopped. Uh, image of uh, of this girl uh, who's actually holding a sign that says "Goss for Bernie," which makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. that I, makes I, a lot of sense. Exactly. I have to say, I feel like Bernie is fairly goth in an in, like in in and of himself, and it makes more sense to me that a goth would be a kind of a Bernie person. Yeah, more than a Hillary person, more than anything, a goth a goth to me it would fall down on Bernie or maybe and. I don't want to talk about this. We need to move on. But a, a Jill Stein person, it seems wow. very oh, wow. goth adjacent yeah, to me. Actually, that's so but we should end on our good thing. Oh, we should do. Okay, right. So we, I know you have to go. Uh, but we are. We've been doing this thing every week where we basically um, 
talk about things that we like that we're either doing or seeing or into that are, can be internet or non-internet. Could be one thing, could be multiple things. You don't have to start. Okay. Usually I have Ryan start because I, I'm I never, ready to rumble. Because I never prepare for this and I'm always like, oh God. Okay. I have lots of coping mechanisms. Um, and Ryan usually has thought about it more. So he'll do one and then I can do it. And then if okay. you if you Well, can... I wrote one for Jeremy for stuff we liked this week, like just an hour oh, you, ago. Oh, you oh, did? Oh, so you, you, you want to yes. swap it well, up? Want to go? I, I, actually I, think, I think I did a stuff we like. My stuff we like last week was uh, one of my things from this, which was red wine. Do you, you want to start? Let's just start. I. I'm enjoying Jim as Jack Ryan. I just started oh, watching no. Tom Clancy. You're watching Clint. that? I just started it bec- after like weeks of being like, why would I watch this? Pete put it on. I watched the first few episodes. And the only, I mean, it is not great. Yeah. However, mm. Jim. John Krasinski. Shows his tight buns. Oh, does he? He is like he extremely ripped now. Really? He looks fantastic. And he's got he's some very, buns. Yes. Some sesame looks, seed buns. <laughs> and, and, you know, I have to say that that is, is bringing hot? me. Is John Krasinski hot? He is now. He's like very I always not, thought he was very hot. I, you know, as Jim, it's like. Oh, I like it. Is it the beard? Is it the beard? I like Fat Mac. I like Fat Chris Pratt. Yeah, I liked Fat Chris Pratt. But but I think he's maybe the only one I think. I mean, Rob McElhenry looks fine. But I think that Jim's transition into, like, action star to, from, like, adorably cute, like, I just want to squeeze your little tummy, to, like, oh, you're a man and I respect that, has been very <laughs> it's natural. Very, it's very, it is very much like like actual life. Like, he yeah. went from boy to man. You feel yeah. like that you he saw really him did. grow up into a— uh, Whereas, like, Chris like, Pratt seems like he's under I him to just still be—yeah. I expected him to just still be Jim somehow, yeah. and like mm-hmm. that's not fair. He's not. That's no. not fair. I didn't give but him credit the, for like much? having range, but he. He's but listen, like, Emily Blunt's a lucky woman. Here's, here, here's what I want to know because you know when Laura and I met, I did not have a beard, and she was like, "You should grow a beard." Mm-hmm. And now, I, now a beard is my thing. Like, yeah, you I look have good a beard. With it. Uh, thank you. I mean, you have you ever seen my face without it? Yes, it's not good. There's a lot of bad stuff under here. So I'm high. So it's a, like, I've wearing, never seen you without. It's a like beard. wearing a mask, which is very cool. Um, which I like. The glasses in my beard. What I've said, I've Did always said this. Did you ever not this. wear glasses? Yeah. I used to not wear glasses. Uh, if I shaved the beard and took the glasses off, I could disappear. I could just disappear into the night. Nobody will be able to find me. People have introduced themselves to me since I've had red hair and been like, hello, nice to meet you. And I'm like, you are my cousin. <laughs> but I think I just look so different with red hair. You, and it's now full time. I forget. What, what, what color was your hair previous to this? Um, it, so it, it's like a really dark auburn. So it looked mostly brown. But all I needed to do was throw a tiny little bleach bit of bleach on it. And I had bright red hair. I think it's, oh, I think wow. it's actually really bold that you went. Towards being a redhead. Yeah, you told me when you when I got it in front of a redhead, you went. Nobody wants to be a redhead. Everyone's running away from that. And (laughs) I was like, I I do. I think think for men, it's a controversial place. But I think that redheads like really embrace their redheadedness. It's like Mm -hmm. some do. Like uh, it's a personality. It's a a thing. It is a redhead from uh, from uh, uh, the Family Show with all the people. Modern Family. Oh yeah, he's a very Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Jesse Tyler Ferguson, extreme redhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Stoltz, hardcore redhead. I don't Stoltz. think Jesse Tyler Ferguson has the redhead personality, but I do. Oh, really? Yeah. I, so did Lucille Ball. She didn't I, have red hair either. I don't know. What does that mean? Like, what is the redhead personality? You can adopt the redhead personality, mm-hmm. though. Too. What is what like, is, is the red? Like, the Lindsay red Lohan hair, it, like, comes it. on. Yeah. What is the redhead personality? Um, it's charismatic. Uh, I think it's funny, which is the two things that I think I have going for me in general. But it's also like um, not. I don't. I, I I'm very open about saying I have no skills at all except being able to talk and in a crisis i keep my cool for three days like if someone dies i'm good for three days those are two things in the what world happens, that i could what do happens on day four 
Uh, I fall apart. Uh. So I think the redhead personality is like it's 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 not basic, but it's not like you're not adding a ton of complications visually. So your thing is you were watching the Jack Ryan series on Amazon to bring it full circle to bring it, to all, bring the way it back. all the way back. And he's but a, it's, is he it's a very specifically no. okay. just like and also uh, what's his name? The guy who's bunk in the wire. They're like the two of them are very good on this show. The rest of the show is like. But you want you watched yeah. all of it? No, no, not all. But you're I watched watching. the first like three or four. Episodes. I don't know. Maybe I'll but check like, it out. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna like recommend it. You just did said you recommended it for our stuff. You, you, well, stuff we love. We're, I'm you, recommending, we're recommending the Jim buns. Yeah. Very specifically. Does he do nudity? John Krasinski. Is there, yep. nude, is there a nude in, scene? Yup. Yeah, he looks oh. great. What a I week. looked it up. What a week for nudity. It's a Batman shows his penis in a new comic. And, uh, oh, I didn't yeah, you know, know about, about that. <laughs> and, and Jim's that showing off I'm his buns. Out. I don't need it's just an outline, really. Yeah. You can barely, you barely see anything. I, we, I, I tried. All right, Ryan, you going to do your. Uh, my thing is um, I another television show. I cannot believe that nobody is watching or talking about the creative masterpiece, a hilariousness, and off the walls breaking every convention uh, show that is HBO's Animals. Uh, I love it. I think it gets completely overshadowed by like Bojack Horseman, and they're not similar at all. You know, and I love Bojack Horseman, not. which animals was also is great. Good. Jeff Ahaza yeah. wrote a the great Duke piece for us man. about animals uh, two years ago or a year and a half ago or something, which I read and I was like, wow, this is like the first thing I read about animals where I was like, this show seems really interesting. And I want to watch On it. On a recent episode, Natasha Leone played an, uh, an anthropomorphic VHS tape copy of Can't Hardly Wait, in which she discovered her lesbianism. And that was her storyline in the episode. And I was like, this is a show we need to watch. Like, wow. It's so good. I haven't been tuned into this most recent season. So what is season that's three? a good recommendation. I'll do that this season weekend. Season four, I think. I mean, look. didn't the Duplass brothers? Oh, one of the Duplass brothers just did something really stupid. Yeah, yeah. he said he something was like, like Ben uh, Shapiro's great. Give him a yeah, shot. Everybody three. was yeah. like, you're an idiot. And then he like quit Twitter. And he was like, yeah. nah, he was like, this isn't productive. And I was like, just go yeah, make a true bye. crime documentary yeah. about how you did this tweet. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, so I feel like every week, my thing is like buying something, which says something about my personality, mm. uh, which is, I don't know. That's my only place where I, I said can... this on a, on a lost episode of tomorrow, but I have repeated several <laughs> times on the show that I think your biggest talent in the world is comparison shopping <sighs> and finding the best version of a very specific thing. No well, it's how funny, long and it's funny you should mention that. So I actually, this is actually a two parter, but they're connected. That's a good sk- skill to have. Yeah. Especially on the internet. I mean, it's useful in the, you know, you got to find stuff. Okay, so this is a two-parter. Uh, my brother-in-law uh, and his uh, fiance, uh, Sylvia Killingsworth, mm-hmm. um, uh, I don't know if they want me talking about this publicly, but I'm doing it anyhow. Uh, they've just bought a house near us. And, and they're moving this Friday. It's very exciting. Uh, everybody's going north, by the way. It's very hot. If you're interested uh, in uh, the future, it's all about north north of the city. Anyhow, they I Laura and I were trying to think of like what should we get them for the house for the like housewarming or just you know to, uh, as a present. And um, a few like a year ago, I bought her this little we I bought a little tool set for our house that's just like because my stuff's like I have stuff in the garage or whatever, but it's always scattered and it's like here's just all this basic stuff you need. So it's like let's get them a tool set that has like all of the stuff you need mm-hmm. if anything breaks, if anything goes that's wrong, if you need to hang yeah. a picture, whatever. And so then I started comparison shopping oh, these, no. like, household tool sets, and there are fucking millions of them. Mm-hmm. So trying to buy a knife. It, it kind of. Yeah. Like, and I want to cut bread. And then I found one. And Here I'm we like, are. I'm like, this yeah. one seems good. And then and then I found a review. Oh, and no. actually, Laura may write something about this for us because we were talking about it. And the review is uh, written by a guy who's uh, – it seems like maybe he's in his – 
I wouldn't say he's a senior citizen, but he's an older man. And he he's talks an about guy. and he talks about being married to his wife for 30 years and how she asked him for a tool set for Christmas because she wanted to have her own tools to fix stuff. And he goes Aww. into this whole thing about what a nightmare it was to try to find like a good one and how good the one is that he found. And then like it has this kind of like life lesson at the end of it. And then I started reading more of his reviews <gasps> and they're like and I started like kind of get I to know him. Yeah, and I started to get to know him a little bit. He's got he a should, son. He a he's book. got a teenage son and he's like he's like into like electronics and they So he's they, retired that he he's I, like somewhere I, writing all these reviews I, I, or he's, he's he's also a reviewer which Laura called him. I didn't know this was a thing. She's like, "Oh, he's a five star." I was like, "What's that?" She's like, yeah. all his reviews are like five stars. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, all his reviews are like for things that he emphatically loves. Well, that's the the thing about reviews, right? It's either for five stars or, or for one star. Yeah. Well, he does it's have like a couple of one not... stars. But they're like, they sent me the wrong lead for this pencil. I wanted black. And they sent me some horrible blue color. And it's like, okay, yeah, that would be Yeah, if you if you ever look at like a belt review, it's like, worked, 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 worked. I was mailed an envelope that was torn. And yeah. when I went in, I cut my finger on the tape of paper. And you're like, so, but about this belt. So, right. it... so you have a paper cut. <laughs> what about the belt? Yeah, so my thing started as like uh, like those tool sets I think are really cool. I think they're awesome and an amazing gift. is like you get, here's all the tools you need to do stuff. But then actually the thing that I really uh, am loving and enjoying is like what I realized is that you really can learn about a person reading their Amazon reviews. Oh, and yeah. I think that... The and company I think that, knows a lot about you. I think it's interesting. It's just we don't realize... How many non-writers, because like, like we're around writers all the time. People are mm-hmm. always telling stories and all this shit. But these little reviews that he wrote are such perfect slices of his life and so eloquently like told and very matter of fact, not like fancy. I don't know. I felt like Laura and I were reading them to each other in, in bed last night. And I just felt like very. Inde- I felt very invited to this person. Get this guy about contract. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's good. It's like it's just like he just injects. Like he talked about some shoes he bought for working out. He's like my son. They go to the gym every week, and I'm glad they make shoes for older people that aren't flashy because like I don't want to wear like bright neon colors. And like him. it's like wow, I'm learning about like how you feel. He's like yeah, self conscious. Like he doesn't want to wear like flashy shoes. You know. Well, Anyhow, so that's maybe a, capitalism has benefits. That's a thing. You know. Listen. Amazon's a perplexing thing. It's like the one of the greatest things in the world and, and one of the worst things in the yeah, world. Yeah, like like most like most th- we're drinking like, Diet Coke. It's, it's everything. Like, it's like roads, you know? Yeah. Roads are amazing. They connect us. We can get on one and you can drive to California. But you know, a lot of people die in car accidents. Had to take a lot of that land from people. And they stole a lot of land and and uh, you know, sometimes you hit deer. Yeah, well. On that happy note yeah, on that we ended place. on the things we like. Yeah. <laughs> Erica, thank you so much. Uh, first off, I have to say I'm bummed. I'm annoyed that we have not done this sooner. I've, That's crazy. This conversation is because I popped my head into your office and I was like, "You've never done the show. Guess what you're doing?" <laughs> well, Eric and I are also always talking about business and like business is a drag. You know, you're like, "We got to do this," or "We need to send out this contract," or like. So I'd much rather talk about the Americans. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Is the other day when we were talking about I'm gonna it, I was set like, a meeting in the conference room. I did not realize how much Erica was passionate about the Americans. Yes, I Anyhow. tell everyone they should watch it. Watch the Americans. Are you getting kickbacks from <laughs> yeah, I mean, what? maybe I should. <laughs> yeah, like, love Stan Culture. Anyhow, well, thank you for coming and uh, having a conversation thank on the podcast. And we have to do it again because this has been extremely entertaining. And I feel like we've only scratched the surface of yes, topics. Yes, there's so, so many seasons of the Americans oh, really? for us to talk about. <laughs> How many about? are there? Six. Okay. That's, so would get you, going. Maybe you should do an Americans podcast. You ever thought about that? I mean, it's a, it's a little late for me the to pod, start Americans. The Pod Americans. Pod Save the Americans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's very good. Anyhow, Erica, thank you. Thank you.
Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I understand your family is going to be the subject of a new DC Black Label comic and some very bad things happen to them.